I was uh, talking to my husband about taking down the Christmas tree, mm-hmm. um, and I said, <laughs> and now I look back and I'm like, this is so foolish. I'm like, well, can we wait until Ukrainian Christmas? Because that's just sort of something people say around here, I think. Well, that's or, how it gets referenced regularly. Exactly. But, sure, and he's like, Christmas. it was the 25th. I'm like, what? No, it's January 7th. Yeah. It's always January 7th. Sixth or 7th, yeah. yeah. And he's like, no, this year they changed it. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm a little late on this. <laughs> and so, well, and I uh, had no clue. And, and, yeah, had we no- had this discussion in the in the meeting the other day, and not a lot of people, not of Ukrainian origin, knew about this. So we're going to find out more about moving Ukrainian Christmas. Or Orthodox, yeah. Again, we call it, I've been called out on this many times. It's not Ukrainian Christmas, it's Orthodox Christmas. People yeah, but not who follow all the Orthodox Christmases not are all, moving yeah. to the 25th. So, so it, there you go. What, what, we, we're not the experts, obviously. So we do have one on the line, Aritzia Boychek. She is uh, president of the Ukrainian Canadian Congress here in Edmonton. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, so this is a thing. How did this happen? Uh, Yeah, for the first time uh, since 1917, Ukraine is celebrating Christmas on the 25th of December. So that was a big shift this year. Uh, The move is more than just a change of a date from January 7th, Christmas Eve, January 6th. Um, The date for Christmas is the Julian calendar shift, which Russia uses and celebrates. Uh, Ukraine this year passed a decree in Parliament and uh, voted against uh, celebrating on January 6th, 7th, and made the shift to uh, December 25th. The churches here in in Canada had have voted, particularly Edmonton has voted, and uh, and the, they passed the vote, and um, the official shift has happened within the churches, uh, both Orthodox and uh, there is a Ukrainian Catholic church that celebrates uh, that used to celebrate the Julian calendar. Uh, this is a continuation of a significant cultural shift. In, in our country, in Ukraine, uh, this is a, a latest attempt to eradicate Moscow's influence on Ukraine and uh, adoption of the Western Gregorian calendar, which is also a sign of Kiev's continuation of bidding to align itself with, with Europe. So this is, um, uh, we're in transition here and uh, uh, we're finding people are making the shift. It is definitely taking, t- it's going to take some time because well, it's first year. here in Canada, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what kind of buy-in has there been from uh, from churches uh, across the country? Uh, with across the, the country, it has, they have adopted it. Um, it has made the shift. It's made the shift in the last, uh, probably last quarter of 2023. Uh, that's when uh, the voting occurred and, uh, and all the churches have made the move, um, both Orthodox and the Catholic. But of course, there's different Orthodox church. Of course, there's the Russian Orthodox, there's the Greek Orthodox. Right. Those aren't changing. Uh, that's right. It's the Ukrainian Orthodox uh, Church that is shifting. Um, you're right. It's not the the Russian Orthodox for sure. Um, yeah. So, what are local families doing? I, I know that the food at Ukrainian Christmases are really delicious in in, in households across <laughs> Edmonton. Yeah. Are are they? Did they already? Did they make the switch, or are they? You know, old habits die hard. 
you know, it's it's um, you've got those early adopters for sure that have made that shift right away, and some have made, even made it prior to the date. Um, you know, the majority have made the shift, and then there's going to be those who are going to be uh, transitioning and spending the next probably year or two uh, making that transition happen. Um, you know, it, it is a huge impact. There's a lot that goes into the preparation of the meals and the food. And, you know, people tend to come in to town specifically for uh, for the celebration of the 6th and 7th. And it's an opportunity to has been over, you know, since 1917, celebrating both the 25th and uh, the, the 7th. And so, you know, for some, it's going to be a bit of a transition mm-hmm. and it's going to take some time. Yeah. Uh, you know what? And it's just my perspective from somebody outside, but who's, who's lived around Ukrainian communities for, for, for much of my life. It always seemed to me that uh, when you got to the Ukrainian Christmas, that was just something special. I didn't hear many people talking about Russia or other Orthodox churches. For them, it was, it was those conversations always centered on being Ukrainian. And this is special and different. That shows that we have something different than maybe everybody else does. And it made people feel special. Is there a it, fear of losing that feeling, regardless of the reason for the change? Yeah, this, that's a good point. It definitely um, uh, is, is a bit different. The focus on um, uh, the Ukrainian uh, Christmas is really about the spiritual, cultural, rich traditions, and uh, um, it, w- it wasn't really about the, the gift giving and the commercialism of Christmas. And so, uh, you know, there there's going to be a bit of a, a blend that I think is going to probably be happening uh, when we're integrating the Ukrainian Christmas into the 25th now. Um, and people are going to try to understand and identify what that what that means and how they're going to celebrate. I, I would suspect some are going to be celebrating Ukrainian Christmas on the 25th, one of the days, or or the 24th, and then celebrating the regular Christmas on the other day. So I think we'll probably see a blend of both celebrations going on the 24th, 25th of December. It does make a statement, though, doesn't it? And that's it the certainly intent. does. It certainly does. Yes, yes. And we are continuing to have Ukrainian newcomers arrive. Uh, we've had forty-six thousand that have arrived uh, since the war, February twenty twenty-two. Uh, we expect several thousand more to arrive by March thirty-first, twenty twenty-four. Uh, we are helping support the Ukrainian newcomers with a furniture warehouse, free furniture warehouse for the Ukrainian newcomers. So if anybody is um, cleaning up and replacing and making room for their new Christmas gifts, uh, it's certainly an opportunity for people to recycle and repurpose furniture, appliances, drop them off at the Ukrainian Furniture Warehouse on Saturday uh, from 12 to 4 this Saturday, January 6th, or the following weekends from Saturdays and Sundays, 12 to 4, at the Boiler Makers Lodge, 146. Um, 
and we welcome you to help continue support. They are eager to get to work and settle in as quickly as possible and um, anything we can do to help them um, will certainly ease the transition and it's also Ukrainian week with the Edmonton Oilers and Oil Kings this week. Uh Uh, We have January 6th is Ukrainian day well it's Ukrainian evening uh, where we're going to be doing a fundraiser for humanitarian aid for Ukraine and with the Oil Kings on January 11th so come out support uh, our Oilers um, and Oil Kings on their winning streaks and also help support Ukraine and the humanitarian aid for Ukraine right now greatly appreciated. This is a busy time for you. You said 46,000. Is that in Edmonton or is that in Alberta? In Alberta, 46,000 okay. have arrived. Approximately 17,000 have come to to Edmonton and we expect several more thousands to arrive in Edmonton. Are any going home? Um, yes, people mm-hmm. for sure are, are coming uh making it uh, a try, trying it out, and then if it's not working out, they're either going back to Europe or they're going back um, back to Ukraine. So there's a, there's a blend of, of everything for sure going on right now. Went on a hike and uh, met some Ukrainians uh, that were, you know, joining along with us, and we, we got to talking, and they say they certainly do miss their home. Oh, absolutely. But, but absolutely. so grateful to Canada and uh, to Albertans for, for welcoming them. But, you know, there's, there, there's that tear that they want to go home. They just want to go back to their homeland. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks so much for your time this morning. I uh, appreciate it talking to you. Thank you. Okay. Pleasure to be here. Right. Have a good day. Rissia Boychuk is uh, president of the Ukrainian Canadian Congress. Talking about the big switch. Yeah. It does make a statement. Absolutely. It, it certainly does, doesn't it? But Putin doesn't care, right? Oh, like, no, he doesn't. It, but yeah, it, it's. Uh, uh, the Ukrainian people care. So of course, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I see. They're going to do two Christmases for a while because there's those traditions that are, regardless of of, of Russia or the church mm-hmm. there, that those are traditions that are deep seated with an awful lot of families. So well, yeah, you can maybe see it continuing. The, 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 maybe they would just, you know, say, I think they probably had the, the the nice separation of the commercialism of Christmas mm. and then the family and the the kutya and the and the progies and, <laughs> and the whole upstairs. And, and you know what I mean, it. right? So all you could you can celebrate it in their fish. own special way. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's part. so delicious. Yeah. 7.46, back in flash. Just about 7.49 here on This Morning with Stacey and Daryl. We were talking about the uh, the switchover for uh, Ukraine, uh, recognizing Christmas. Sarah, I know you're not there. You're not the full rate, but I'm just curious what's mm-hmm. going on with your family. Did you Were you guys aware of this, this switchover? Did you, oh, yeah. you paying any attention to it? Oh, like I knew about the switchover, yeah. um, but we don't celebrate on on orthodox or ukrainian christmas oh, okay uh, a lot of people in the community i'm from like two hills yeah. do yep so i'm not exactly sure what they're going to do this year well probably i still think it'll be a hybrid at the very least where you can yeah. do both anyway but also recognize that uh, that stand that was taken by ukraine yeah i i wonder if a lot of them just did the 25th i know there are some that are very traditional and like to do their mm-hmm. january 7th dinner so we'll see what happens what about the fish thing on uh, Christmas Eve? What do you mean? Wasn't it just You're not like supposed fish? to eat meat. Or it's like meatless or whatever, it's but wasn't there fish that was involved in there? Yeah, there's wasn't fish. There fish? But yeah. fish is meat. Mm, not technically. It's, it's, it's sea meat. Water meat. <laughs> I don't mm. think that was in the Bible, Chicken of the sea. Okay. Chicken of the sea. <laughs> oh, yes. 
Let oh. there be chicken of the sea. <laughs> Talking Ukrainians, let there be pierogies. Let the, yeah, that's all, that's all uh, anybody really wants. If, you, if, you can, if you're lucky enough to get invited to a Ukrainian home around Christmas, then you've won the jackpot of, yeah, of yeah. deliciousness. Sarah, you want to plant that seed with your family for next year, please? Uh, No. <laughs> My like mom makes limited there. amount of pierogies, and I don't want to share them. Oh, yeah. Because uh, yeah, it's you, a lot of work. There was is. a fundraiser that we got some pierogies yes. from you a while yeah, back. Yeah, from uh, Boyan. Yeah, they should do another fundraiser. Yep. I'll pitch that to them. Please. Yep. I think that was a lot of work. <laughs> I underbought. Yeah, me too. I should have bought way more. As soon as I tasted the first one, I said, oh, I didn't buy enough. <laughs> didn't oh, buy no. <laughs> this, I don't think you were here yet. No, no I, was, I did not have an opportunity no. to buy pierogies, no. or I would have been a, in on that. It was a little fundraiser in, in your community, right, uh, Sarah? Uh, so uh, one of the churches outside of the community burned down. Yeah. So they're fundraising to build a new one. Wow, they, they must be needing more money. So yeah, tell them. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll tell them. Get on it. <laughs> get on it. And what's that? Uh, have you ever tried to make a pierogi? No. I don't, why okay. would I, I've, I've, I've made a pierogi disappear. <laughs> <laughs> it's just time-consuming. It is hard to get the dough to thin really? enough. I couldn't get the dough thin enough. I made them, so it was like pretty much 90% dough and 10% potato. I, I imagine, uh, Sarah, in your family, they don't use those little machines, right? It's all done by hand? Yeah, yeah, we do it by hand. They don't do those little cheap machines where they put the, no. yeah, put the dough down and it folds it over and seals it? It's not a cheap machine. It's still manual labor. It's well, It makes it, it look pretty. Huh. Um, just seals it. Just seals it, right? Not, it does. But I was actually it looking cuts for down one on of those. the workload, which you know, it's just a cheat machine for pierogies. I've been yeah. around with my guys. Never thing. made a pierogi. You ain't cheating. You ain't trying, Stacey. I've on. seen the process because my I've been around when I was a kid, where my mom would go and as part of the community would a whole bunch of ladies would go and the, they'd mm-hmm. make pierogies. So I've seen it happening. I just pretty much sat back. I'd, I was too young. I was going to help. I ate them. Clearly, but they're that was hard, and I, I have rolled copious amounts of cabbage rolls. Mm. And after mm. a while, I'm just like, I'm, I'm done. And just because there's uh, the cabbage is natural, so they're not all the same size. And it, you get to the smaller, and you get the inside of the cabbage, and it's, it's real hard. So it's pretty much a lazy cabbage roll at that point. <laughs> just, cabbage just roll casserole. You just hope the Ukrainian ladies didn't see your terrible um, attempt at a cabbage roll. Uh, when we were talking uh, to Aritzia from uh, the Ukrainian uh, Congress here in Edmonton, she did mention that if you are decluttering, and maybe you have lots of new stuff from, uh, from Christmas, that you can donate to all all of the Ukrainian newcomers that have come to the city, 17,000, and she is expecting thousands more to come as um, the war in uh, Ukraine uh, ramps up, uh, as promised by uh, by Vladimir Putin. So you can drop off uh, this Saturday. They are accepting to some donations as well. Um, so just a heads up. You just have to Google freestoreyeg.com and all of the details and the times and the addresses uh, will be available for you. And what they're looking for, furniture and those sort of yeah. things. Yeah.